drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! 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 Drink it in, man. Detroit Kool-Aid, Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, you guys know what it is. It's Wednesday. We're serving up Kool-Aid here on the podcast. This is a big week, so I needed a big-time guest. This guy who's coming on is most famous for a hashtag that he created, but it is sweeping the nation. You guys know what it is. Hashtag choppy likey chops. You're back on the Kool-Aid cast, my man. Let me fill up that glass. Let's get that thing rolling. Drink it in, man. Hey, Oakry. Hey, it's always great to be here, especially during Super Bowl week. I got a, a, a whole list of choppy likeies set up for the people today. And you know what? We're not going to waste any time away with intros and under that. We're going <laughs> to jump right into the hashtags of the day, man. The hashtag choppy likeies <laughs> of the day. Oh, so let's get, let's get started. Let's get started. I'm not even going to let you come back. I'm going to take right over. Hand me the mic. Let's go. First item on the choppy <laughs> likey list of the day, man. I got to say it. We just made the deal official. We're going Lions OC choice. Ben Johnson. Love it. Absolutely love it. Dan freaking Campbell has history with this guy. 10 years of experience in the league as a co- as different with coaches, with different QBs and tight ends. He's got different groups, man. He's the man. He's going to take the play calling away from a man, Dan Campbell, which I cannot wait. It's great. It's an internal hire, so he, it's got an advantage with the personal personnel. So, hey, uh, I think Stone Cold Steve Austin said it best. Oh, hell yeah. That's right. Stone Cold likes it. Choppy likes it. It's a choppy likey. <laughs> Next, I cannot go a segment without bringing up my Red Wings. I am talking about my trio of rookies. Hashtag choppy likey. And all three phases of the game, I got my forward, Raymond. I got my defenseman, Saida. And I got my goalie, Nettie. All great. All Calder finalists. All cornerstone pieces of the franchise. Give me some Red Wings. Hashtag let's go wings. Hashtag choppy likey. Give me a hell yeah. Oh, Stone Cold, we're going to keep it rolling here. Now we're going to move over to the Lions, D.C. Oh, Oh, yeah, that's right. Mr. A.G. Aaron Glenn is staying in the D. Let's not get it twisted, folks. This guy is a legit future head coach in this league, and we are lucky enough to keep him for another year. We got his talents, and the time is now to take advantage before he inevitably moves on to be a head coach somewhere else. So that being said, choppy likey, this guy's staying in the D. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold sets out. Oh, my goodness. Stone Cold. And with that, those are your hashtag choppy likeies of the day. Oh, my goodness. 
chops. You're shot out of a cannon. I mean, I don't even know. You say you got a lot to talk about. You just ran through. I got, you know, you're dropping stone cold, bitch. You're breaking the glass. I got got some things to talk about here on the pod, too. And that's this. We're going to get into your boy, Jared Goff, here on the show. I need to tell, you know, we, we, we love them here on the show, and that's the people. And the people consist of the millions. Exactly. I need to tell them about some of these senior bowl gems that I see. I'm going to give you a little 411 on some guys that caught my eye. Choppy, we got to talk about this guy. I don't know if you've heard him. I think you've made comments about him on the show. You may have to offer an apology, and that's Matt Stafford. Oh, baby, we're going to talk all about him in the Super Bowl. We've got some free agency to talk about NFL draft. Oh, my goodness. It just goes on and on. So, like you say, we can't waste time. But before we dive into the thing, I got to give a shout-out real quick to Sergeant Michael Banks at Banks. Ma, 48. This guy, he's just the greatest Lions fan. This guy won, like, the Hall of Fans. He's going to the Super Bowl. And this dude just says, man, you got to boot up. And I love that. So this is a cheers to you, Sergeant Michael Banks. Drink it in, man. Sign a cornbread. Cornbread. Make it a double. Cornbread. Congratulations, man. A heck of a Lions fan. Always drinking that Detroit Kool-Aid. Absolutely love it. He got named that today before we got recording. So, Choppy, again, we're not taking any pauses. I'm going to let you speak uh, now, and that's simply this. Let's start with Jared Goff. Now, you've been on the show many times. You love him, right? Uh, Yeah, of course. <laughs> Hashtag Choppy Likey. Jared Goff's my boy, number 16. So you better be careful what you say, Oak. I'm watching you now. So so you think he can throw, right? Oh, he can throw and he can win. <laughs> because I've said a few times on this show that um he can't throw. <laughs> but like here's the thing. This is what I think you're going to like. I've had a change of heart, Choppy. I've I have some what, what, I have a, what? What? I have a I have a Jared Goff plan for you. This is an epiphany. This is something that just hit me. Hear me out for a second. I've been saying he can't throw. Everyone in Detroit thinks we got to move on. He's a bridge quarterback. This is where I'm at right now. Yes, I'm intrigued by some of the guys in the draft this year. And yes, I understand that the Lions need this amazing piece future quarterback. But I am set, Choppy, to roll with Jared Goff for two more full seasons. I feel like he he finished the year strong. He is paid. He now has the guy that he likes most on the staff, Ben Johnson, as the OC. Dan freaking Campbell works well with him. He's going to get more weapons. I feel like let's just roll with him, add up tons of other draft assets all over the board, load up on defense, let's get some wideouts, let's get some backup players that can play at all these different positions. And then... Two years from now, we'll see where he's at and see what quarterbacks are available. So I am telling the people that they may need to consider rolling with 16, rolling with golf for two more full seasons. Yes, that's through the 2023 season where all of our first rounders will be used and then determining what we have rather than getting a quarterback now when that resource will not be fully used because Jared Goff makes $30 million 
and there are plenty of other things that would have to fall into place for it to be perfect as well. So what do you think about that? Me saying that 16 can throw it here for two more years. Oh, baby. Oh, Cree! Welcome to the Goff <laughs> fanboy train! Yeah! I like it! Give me a... Oh, baby! That's right. I think you've had me on this show enough, and I'm starting to worry. I wore you down. I wore you down. I was there when we made the trade. I, I said this was great. Every time I come on here, I mean, what more can be said about this man that I have not said at least a dozen times on this pod, on the Twitterverse, everywhere else? Yes, yes, yes. Jared Goff, 2023. Give it to me, baby. Chops, could, could you let's let's paint this a little bit more for the people before we move to our next segment. Could you imagine if they add a top flight wide receiver with St. Brown, TJ Hawkinson, DeAndre Swift, Jay Swaggy, and 16 just distributing? Could you imagine if they take those other high draft assets in the first round, the top of the second round, the top of the third round, couple fifth round, and they start stacking defensive studs at safety, at rush edge, at another corner. Oh, next thing you know, hey, we got enough things filled. We'll take another receiver that has a different skill set than we currently have. And, And this guy comes out and plays well this next season. And then you're like, Okay, so now we don't have to use that asset on a quarterback next year either? And then you stack again two first-rounders, a second round, a third, a fourth. Like, are you feeling me right now? Like, we could just stack talent and let 16 do his thing for two more years and then look at our team and just say, oh, my goodness, we, we got talent on both sides of the football. We had a hell of an offensive line. I mean, I think it's very exciting. Yeah, in fact, you just touched on it, Oak. I said, don't don't forget that offensive line, man. That may be our strongest suit already. That's already a team strength. It's a t- it's a a strength of the in the NFL. So, man, uh, you're exactly right. You are, have bought into the choppy plan for the next two years, and I love it. I I don't know what took you so long to get into the epiphany, but damn, Oak, welcome to the train. And the thing is, like the offensive line, the reason I didn't mention it to the end is because I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to spend resources there. I feel good for the next, you know, multiple seasons. So I'm going to be able to use all those draft and free agent dollars other places and people are going to tell you well you can upgrade at quarterback you could get a young cat in here you can learn under him oh you mean we can spend a first rounder and burn a year you're telling me we can take a a first round pick that might be better but we're not sure and Jared Goff is still cashing in 30 million dollar checks for the next season and a half no I'm gonna like pay him his money make him the leader surround him with not only players on offense but here's a thought a defense (laughs) and let it roll baby let it roll yeah sounds like a lot more victories to me oak uh (laughs) i love it i absolutely love it and that's that's the plan i've been and banking on and uh you know we've got these picks now let's use them and and just let jared do his thing for the next at least two years there you go man so let's do this before we get our commercial break in here the senior bowl just happened chops did you sleep through it like i did um well the, the oh there was an actual game there was a there was an actual senior bowl i exactly. I, uh, I watched some i watched some uh some some pre bowl uh you know facetime great to see the lions coaches there getting some time up up close and personal with these kids 
But uh, I, I didn't even realize there was an actual game. But when, when, when was that? Exactly. Nobody else did either. Because here's the thing. I'm draft guy. I think the Lions do get an advantage by being there. I did tap into all the things throughout the week. But when this game came on, I couldn't keep my eyes open. I fell asleep. I can't say I went back and watched it with a fine-tooth comb. But I do have some prospects I like, Choppy. I'm curious if these will get your hashtag. I just want to quickly rumble through some of the names with the people. These are more kind of batched input by position. You can rank them wherever you want. Do you want to hear some of the Oakry names, maybe Target's? that the Lions should consider, and then we'll keep this show rolling on the back half where I got to you know, call you out about a few things. Yeah, Okri, we got a, we got a couple seconds here before the break. So, you know, throw some names out there, and, and you may be lucky enough to get a hashtag choppy like it. We, we got time with the Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers. This is, this is, they're enjoying this show. I've come around to your Jared Goff love to some degree. But, but, but the first name I have here in my hand is Malik Willis. <laughs> As at that big rant I just went on, I still have Malik Willis uh, here in my hand because he did have a good week. He is uh, got a rocket arm. He can run. Those are all things I do value in a, in the quarterback position. Uh, you know, at the right um, you know position. I also have Sam Howell, who I like as a quarterback prospect. But like I said, quarterbacks are on my back burner. Even though that's all everybody wants to talk about here in Detroit and across the board. Let, let's get into some wideouts that I saw. Jalen Tolbert, the kid from South Alabama. Oh, man, I like what he's got. I like his build. What what about my guy Dobbs from Nevada? Oh, man, he's silky smooth. Get up over the top. Austin from Memphis. I thought this kid was a route runner. He could get deep. I liked what he brought to the table. Here's a position that people keep killing me on. Oh, Oakry, we don't need tight ends. We got T.J. Yeah, I'm aware, but you got nobody behind him except for Brock Wright, who everybody wants to put in the Hall of Fame. Trey McBride, baby. This is my guy. I absolutely love him. He showed out at the Senior Bowl, everything I expected and more. Likely from Coastal Carolina. Likely will be a good player in the league. I would consider him as a pass-catching type tight end. Charlie Kolar at tight end. I like big-bodied player, red zone threat. Cole Turner, tight end that I took in a recent mock draft who I like. And Dulich, the kid from UCLA, another tight end. Nice tight end class. Maybe one of the deeper classes and someone the Lions should consider. Choppy, before I move on to a few more names, you got any of those you want to hashtag Choppy Likey or you want to call me out on? What do you think? Yeah, man, I, I you were going so fast there, I couldn't even slap in there. But uh, yeah, Trey, Trey McBride, uh, I get, again, people are going to laugh because he's a tight end. We got Hawkinson, but dude, this guy's a freak. 6'4", 260. I mean, he, he had a, a 1,100 yards last year, 91 catches in 12 games. Dude, this guy's a freak. And I would love to line him up on the other side across from Hawkinson. And uh, and let those big dogs eat, man, because that would just be amazing. So, yeah, I'm giving you a, a, a hashtag choppy like on that one. Another one that I'm loving is the, the wide out from Memphis. Um, I think he give, he would give us a dynamic. I think some people are going to sleep on him a little bit because he is from you know Memphis. But uh, <laughs> I, I like that kid a lot, too. I would love to see uh, him him drop a little and let us swoop in and grab him late. So he will also get a hashtag choppy like 
they they're putting out athletes at Memphis, bro. They put out like three, four of the last few drafts. So you know, good things going on there. All right, I got more names. I mean, the kid, you know, Johnson at defensive end, uh, Jermaine Johnson, Florida State. People have him like in the top six or ten now. So he isn't going to be available, but he was a beast down there. Wyatt, the kid from Georgia, kind of an interior outside type lineman. He had a great week. He looks like a beast. This is this is one of my guys moving to the linebacker position. Everybody knows the Lions need to add one, maybe two multiple linebackers if they lose Jalen Rees-Maben and your boy Anzalone with the flow. I think they could do better at that position. Chad Muma from Wyoming is a tackling machine, absolute beast. You got Rose um, at linebacker, another guy with a great head on his shoulders, can run and tackle. I like him. And then this is a position that people just write off as well because we got Mr. Okuda, who people think is a complete bust. I think he could play. We got A.O. Oh, baby! We And we got other ball players up in there, uh, you know, iffy, but... I gotta. I need more corners, Chappy. I need. I can never have enough corners. So give me McCreary from Auburn, the guy that eats a plate of beans before every game with eight packs of sugar. Give me Kobe Bryant, just so that I we can say that we have Kobe Bryant on the Lions, and so whenever he makes a play, we can go Kobe. Um, you know, give give me give me a nasty safety too. Give me Brisker from Penn State, who wasn't at the Senior Bowl, but he's an absolute physical specimen. Might take him in the second round. And then this kid, Petrie, uh, you know, I liked what he did both in the game and in practice, even though the safety class is very lacking. So if you want to stud at safety, you might have to take Kyle Hamilton high if you absolutely love him. You might have to take guy in the second round because as the draft goes down, there's no impact safeties. And we need one, two, maybe three guys that can play at that position if we're going to get by next year. There you go. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I like the kid from Penn State. Give me a hashtag choppy likey for uh brisker for sure and um you know the other guy that you didn't mention i'm kind of surprised here given you know where our heart and souls live is uh my boy my boy hill from michigan i'd love to see him come to us too and with one of those second round picks that we got so uh hashtag hashtag choppy likey that guy coming in so i mean so many names man so many names of course, hashtag choppy likey, but I mean, again, reminder, the segment's only about the senior bowl choppy. I can't run down my whole draft list of underclassmen as well. We'd be here forever. We got to get our great sponsors in here, which is Reality Sports Online, Spotify, Anchor Pot. You know what I mean? Like we got to get those sponsors in and then we come back after the break, bro. I got to call you out about some scandalous things you said about Matt Stafford. I mean, there's a couple other things I might have to box you and get into it with you here on the back part of the show so you ready to do all that yeah uh choppy is ready for some sponsors oak uh get them in there let's go all right everybody we'll do that please listen to them it helps the show they're great sponsors and we come back we got so much more detroit lions and detroit kool-aid to serve up for everybody out there listening everybody we'll be right back get ready for the greatest roast of all time the roast of tom brady A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All 
All right, everybody. This goes out to my fantasy football fans out there. Now, you probably heard about Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners can build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, we're talking free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades. You could put franchise tags on guys. Uh, it's as close as you're going to get to being an NFL GM. But do you think it sounds complicated? It's not. I'm here to tell you it's the best thing about Reality Sports Online is it's just more fun than your normal fantasy league. But it doesn't take barely any more time. After all this, are you still not sure? I mean, come on now. You can test your general manager skills by going over to Reality Sports Online, call it RSO. Please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers are back from the break. Thank you so much for listening to our sponsors. Thank you for listening to the show. Uh, it's always fun to have everybody that's listening. You guys uh, find me on Twitter at Derek Oakery. That's spelled D-E-R-E-K-O-K-R-I-E. Always trying to put out Lions, Michigan Wolverines, fantasy football, NFL draft, all that content that you love. Choppy, like... We know you're out there in the Twitter sphere and you're, you're doing your thing every now and again. I mean... Let me have somebody ask you what your name, what your handle might be on Twitter. What is your name? Oh, well, Rock. Uh, if you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at Chops in the Deep. Just keep a lookout for some hashtag Choppy Likey. If you if you got a take and you want to tag me in it and hashtag Choppy Likey, I will definitely give it a look. And uh, hey, I've even had a couple of recent retweets on some Choppy Likeys uh, with some reputable people. So oh, yeah. absolutely. Find me on the yeah. Twitterverse. You got some fans out there. You got some Kool-Aid drinkers that love to use the gimmicks we do on the show. I've seen some hashtag choppy likeys, but don't think that I looked over the fact that I hit you with a perfect rock. What is your name? And then when you started to talk, I hit you with it doesn't matter what you're And then you kept talking. You know, I dropped that hammer on you, but you just tried to plow through it. You tried to power through. And you know that 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 was well executed here by me, the host of the show. That was well executed. I just I had to power through it though. I I, I tried to dodge the the people's elbow, but you know it, it's still it's still connected. It's still connected. So everybody, go find him at Chops in the D. Uh, always fun to have Chops here on the show and chop it up and talk football. So let's do exactly that, man. And and speaking of chopping things up, I might have to chop you up a little bit right here because you you were you were noted, you were quoted here multiple times here on the show where you had this new catchphrase that you started using which was called market. <laughs> you would do some strong take. It was usually slanderous to Matt Stafford or some other person you, you always talk about that you don't like and then you would end it with market oak market. Well, you marked some Something saying that Matt Stafford would never win a playoff game. You said, mark that. 
that didn't happen. He's won multiple. You said Matt Stafford would never win big in L.A. Market Oakry. He's now in the Super Bowl. So everybody knows that listen to this show, my problem has always been with the Matt Stafford loyalists that act like he could do no wrong, will defend him to the hills, act like it was everyone's fault except his. You have a problem with the man, the player, number nine, and now he's in the biggest game there, there could be, and that's Super Bowl. So I just wondered if instead of marking it, you maybe wanted to apologize to it or you know say you were wrong or sort of talk to the people. About maybe when you said market, you didn't quite hit the hit the mark on that, bro. Listen, listen, Oakry. Uh, listen. Oh, fine. I'll I'll <laughs> I'll strike my market and I'll replace it with a hashtag. I'm over it. Okay. Look, I'm so done with this guy. I just look. You know why I didn't? Well, honestly, this is what happened. This is the reason why I didn't want him to win. This is exactly why I just. Wanted to be done with him, right? You have knuckleheads out there printing Detroit Rams t-shirts. <laughs> Bro, those guys can go jump off a cliff, okay? I'm tired of this junk. Are You got to be kidding me. Stafford is not here anymore. And again, here's another thing. I got people making Justin Verlander comparisons to Stafford. Well, guess what? Justin Verlander went to two World Series, dominated in the playoffs, dragged that team into the playoffs a couple of years. He actually did stuff here. Stafford did none of that. So anybody who's out here comparing JV to Pat Stafford can jump off a cliff. So hashtag I'm over it. Okay, I'm not going to apologize to the man. I might give you a soliloquy of um, 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 but I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over it. Thank you. Couldn't have said it better myself. Choppy, do you know that you you snuck in the sport we shall not speak of as well here on the show? I mean, how did I let you get away with that? The minute you started saying that, I should have dropped this on you. No can't do that here on the pod that's that's the sport we shall not speak of so all right kool-aid drinker okay kool-aid drinker and you know cornbread muffin and all that (laughs) listen if that is any indication i i am so over it that i even threw out the sport we shall not speak of that's how over it i am oh i don't even want to speak of it okay hashtag choppy no likey i'm over it (laughs) so you agree with dan campbell you've had enough of that Yes, Dan Campbell. I agree. <laughs> and hey, you know what, Oakry? Listen, here, here we go. Speaking of another man that I agree with, oh, um, another man who we know in this town, who we love and respect, another man who is always open for business, always, is Brad Holmes. Ooh. I love this guy. Woo. I absolutely love this guy. Dude, uh, let's let's talk about let's let's forget the the L.A. Ram BS and let's move right into the back into some Detroit Kool Aid action with Brad Holmes and let's talk about this man and what he's got gonna what is he gonna do in free agency Oak I'm really interested to hear uh, your take on what this guy I know he's been busy scouting the Senior Bowl trying not to fall asleep but you know talking to some players doing that what is this guy gonna do in free agency uh, uh, riddle me this Batman. 
Man, it's always so hard to predict. Like, I've started my free agent board. I've obviously been focusing on the draft and whatnot. We got the combine, all this stuff coming up. But free agency is so hard to predict. But, like, anytime they put a microphone near Brad Holmes, he's like, man, we got a lot more resources now to work with than we did previously. Like, you know, we'll go out and add to this team. And I'm excited to see what we're going to have next year and all this stuff. So I don't think he's going to be looking for those scraps like we always see where, like, they're going out and getting, like, the fourth linebacker on somebody's team because we think we can turn him into a Hall of Famer. I think he's got some big ideas, big plans, and he's got a little extra dough in his pocket. So I think he's going to be smartly aggressive and uh, also, you know, try to continue to build Build on the young talent he has and you know get scheme fits and good character players all those things you look for but I don't know exactly who or what to expect in free agency I'll have better answers for you or at least who I think here coming up shortly here on the show when we get closer but I, it's always a crapshoot who he's going to go for who they love versus who you know the fan base and people have have circled is going to be awesome to watch I cannot wait to see Brad Holmes work with a little extra change in his pocket. Yeah, I agree. I mean, this is the first real offseason that we had where he's got chips that, you know, he actually has brought to the table. Right. So, you know, last year he was dealing with a lot of scraps that were left for him. Um, But now he's got assets that he's gone out and acquired himself. So, look, I think he's got, you know, he's got the obviously he's got picks and, and this guy just has the right mentality. Right. Always open for business. Okay. He's not, he's not coy. I mean, he's not like, you know, well, I don't know. No, you know, dude, this guy's <laughs> like, Hey, you guys want the second pick from us? We're open for business, but your better offer better make sense. But mm. th- you know, he, this guy is just amazing. Absolutely amazing, man. I, I love it. I love that mentality. Always open for business. And uh, I agree. I don't, I don't see them. And and I think he's calculated too. I think you hit on that. That's a good point. He's not going to re- overreach. He's not going to overpay for somebody that he thinks is going to, uh, you know, you know, not not produce, right? But I also don't think he's going to be, uh, you know, only searching for diamonds in the rough, right? He, this guy, he's got. I think he's going to ship out some underperforming, overpaid pieces. Um, maybe get it a little more cap space, a little more draft capital. Um, but man, I, I think the sky's the limit for this guy. I am so excited. If I was excited last year for free agency. I am like over the moon excited for Brad Holmes, always open for business. So I think, you know, we can sum up our most recent like free agent signings and different splashes by, you know, I'll bring in my guy Charles to help summarize those. That's terrible. (laughs) And then I think if I can summarize your excitement for Brad Holmes and this coming free agency, it might sound like this. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Am I right? You better throw in a hashtag choppy likey after that too, buddy. <laughs> Let's uh I totally agree with you. I can't wait for it. Um, do you think you'll make a big trade? You know, that's something that we always kind of love here. Again, your whole love and open for business is just because that's you in fantasy football. You say that, you wait for people, you consistently make 30 trade offers a day. You're always saying, if you give me what I want, I mean er the right price, I will make a trade with you or I will acquire your talent. I think that's what Brad. Brad Holmes is saying as well. Do you think he will actually do that? Or will this be a bunch of excitement, a bunch of, we got more resources and then we're disappointed at the end of the day. Listen, Brad Holmes is a man after my own heart. So if the deal is right for him and the lions, he's going to make it. 
Um, he is not going to get swindled. He's not going to get bullied into anything. I mean, this is a man who's aggressive. He's going to be a, the bully. He's going to be the one taking advantage of people. He's going to, he's already out there scoping other people's bad situations and, uh, and he's ready to leverage it. So uh, yeah, Brad, uh, Brad always open for business homes. That's, that's what we're going to call him from now on, baby. He, he does seem like he has a certain swagger, a certain like uh, upfrontness to him. That would be, uh, you know, it's going to be fun to watch when it comes to not only wheeling and dealing, but using these picks, you know, future years, like seeing what he does with his team. So I can't wait. Drink it in, everybody. Drink it in. Uh... All right, Choppy, we got to keep this thing rolling. I got another big topic here on the back half of the show, and that's wide receivers. Now, you know, the NFL draft is coming up. You know, everyone's got their eyes on that second first round pick. The Lions use it on a quarterback, maybe a wide receiver, maybe another defender, maybe a linebacker, you know, all these different scenarios. And I've always been a guy that's like, hey, I can wait and find my receivers later. But there are going to be some scrumptious options there at the end of the first, early second round. And I got three guys, Choppy, I want to throw at you. And then you can respond. You can give me a hashtag Choppy Likey that you have. But the three guys that I kind of got on the front of my brain, if they use a high resource on wide out, is Drake London from USC. I feel like I watched this tape on this guy multiple times over the last couple weeks. He's big bodied. He can catch it up top. He can contested catch he can catch it and run by you can throw bubbles to him do i mention that he played with arsb these guys would have chemistry they like each other one guy's a smaller you know tough guy the other guy's a big bodied freak athlete that can make plays he's kind of near the top of my list if they can make that combo pair work it really excites me another guy i have here is george pickens from georgia Every time I watch this guy, I'm like, man, he's such a slender, silky, you know, freaky type receiver. I know he has the injury and whatnot, but I feel like this is a guy that has star potential. He looks a little bit and feels like A.J. Green to me. He feels like a guy that just can run these routes and has long arms and catch everything. And when he catches it, he can hurt you. So, you know, without the injury, he's right up there as a top couple prospect before uh, that all happened to him. So I kind of like what I'm seeing from him, especially if you can get him with that second, you know, um, if he falls to that level. And then Jameson Williams. I know I've been on the pod before saying, like, I wouldn't take this guy or I'd wait, but at further review, watching him some more, this guy is damn explosive. He's a heck of a player. I'm not as worried about the injury because the Lions can wait. They can be patient. And I feel like Jamison Williams might be a guy that, yeah, maybe you got to take it a little bit slower with, or maybe um, he's a future piece, but he could be very, very special at the next level. So those are three big-time targets if they do want to go wide receiver. But I would still probably play the draft board and take other positions uh, if it was me. Yeah, all, all good takes by you, Okri. Um, you know, I, I, for, I'll say that uh, for me, Drake London is my number one wide receiver in this in this draft. Um, I just I love what he does. Man, I mean, the guy's six five, two ten. Like, how can you not love that? Nineteen contested catches last year. I mean, he's just a freak. So yeah, pairing back him up with uh, Amon Ra St. Brown would be amazing. Um, I would love to, if we could find a way to get, because he's not going to be there for at 32. So if we could find a way to sneak back up a little bit higher to get him, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking at him looking at, you know, around like the 12, 12 to 16 range, somewhere in there. 
Um, I would love to get up there and grab that kid because he's amazing. Um, I will tell you the guys that I'm avoiding in this, which, you know, again, I think you could probably guess Oak, but do not give me any love on Wilson and Olave. And and part of the, and not just because they go to, <laughs> you know, that school that we shall not speak of. Yes. But I just I think that, uh, you know, they they played off each other and their success was built off being around with each other. So I, I'm not high on those guys at all, actually. Um, you know, a, a, a guy, you know, someone who's this is kind of funny and people will laugh at me. And, and you know, I'm a I'm a Chippewa through and through. But, you know, Sky Moore from Western, uh, he is intriguing to me. And I think, you know, people kind of think it's kind of gimmicky because he's Western Michigan. Uh, you know, he's only 5'10", under 200. But I, this guy shows some flashes. I saw him do a couple of things that uh, that really make me uh, think he could be some he could be fun on the outside. Um, but I think ultimately for me, it's looking for a guy with size to pair up with Amara. And you know, I would agree with your assessment on Pickens as well, right? Like if this guy doesn't tear his ACL again, 6'3, 205. I, I mean, this guy's a top, he's he's a top three receiver in this draft if he doesn't get hurt and uh, maybe top four. And I would, I would love to take a chance on him. I mean, I don't think we have any, any, um, you know, it, we have to wait and see with him, but I, I think he's worth a risk later on in the second round. Good stuff by you. You did pause, but I didn't have time to get to it, but I know all the Michigan fans out there want it. So Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, good football players might be good, but hey, listen, Ohio state sucks. <laughs> there it is there exactly it is. and then you gotta hit him with this Ohio State is vanquished exactly Jim Harbaugh back in the saddle here we go baby so like I like all your takes and again we, we, we gotta get up out of here on the Kool-Aid cast but a couple things that surprised me one you're, you're promoting injured guys which is something you never do I feel like you would have been red alert these guys are have been hurt or are hurt you wouldn't touch them with 10 foot pole then you talked about trading up that doesn't feel like a hashtag choppy likey move to me for me i want to keep all these resources i don't want to give up a high resource to go up six spots just because i have to have drake london i'm trying to you know use these to their maximum capabilities but you know i like you digging deep for homer uh, like your boy sky more i like you you know giving me kind of agreeing with me which has been a running gimmick here on the show with all the guys that i named off so i mean overall good but a couple things that just kind of raise my eyebrows that don't seem uh you know, choppy, likey type quality here on the show. Well, you know, here's the thing, Oak. Uh, I think that Brad Holmes is going to be bringing in a little bit different of a mentality. So we have a ton of assets, right? I mean, he, every time they talk to the guy, we got assets, we got assets. Well, you know what? If we can use some of those assets to move up in the draft and grab somebody that we absolutely love, somebody that could be an absolute freak, um, you know, I'm not opposed to it. But yeah, you're right. In the past, I've been, well, I will say in the past, I've been very leery about moving up to get a guy, but then again, look at the knuckleheads that were actually doing it. So, you know, <laughs> if Brad Holmes loves a guy, Brad always open for business. Holmes likes the guy and Dan freaking Campbell, like a guy, dude, I, I trust them to move up and use those assets. You know, it's way more than what I would have trusted in any other regime, you know, in the past. So, and the injury thing, right. I, I go, I, you are correct. I avoid <laughs> the injured guys. Um, but you also cannot, you can't dismiss talent. And and to take another cue from you, potential. 
So Pickens has got talent. He's got potential. And um, I think those things can outweigh an injury that happened early in college. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, people are probably shaking their heads. You know, I named off London, Pickens, and Williams. Those are three guys with, you know, coming off or currently dealing with big-time injuries uh, here recently or currently, and and those are three guys that I seem to love when you turn the tape on. So we will see what happens. And speaking of turning the tape on, Choppy, let's, let's end it with this. I'm I'm here to challenge you to end the show. You know, you come on here, you're in all my fantasy football leagues, you talk all this noise about, you know, how great you drafted, even though you drafted Debo in one of our leagues and you traded him and you drafted all these things and you get rid of them before they ever you have a chance to be good because you're 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 Brad Holmes with the uh open for business trigger finger. But, like, word is that you're going to try to make it up here to the DTO scouting office for the Super Bowl. I'm going to be rocking a number nine Rams, Matt Stafford jersey during that game. I'm going to allow you into the scouting office to see the uh, position boards. We've got best available. We've got free agents. I've actually got one I just did with all the draft picks. So I can move those around and kind of, you know, see where the Lions are moving and shaking when it's all said and done. we got tons of info here. But but I need to see some of this knowledge, some of this work being put in, if you come over i need to hear all these incredible takes and all this stuff rather than you just standing there quietly while you soak up all my draft knowledge so you can use it against me in our deep 32 team fantasy football leagues that we uh, compete in which i cashed in a championship this year and came close in the one that that we're in together so uh you know i need to see a little bit more from you i need to have you put it on the table we'll be eating pizza and watching that quarterback you love so much in the biggest game of the year and I just got I got to see a little bit more from you so can can you do that can you step your game up Listen, Okri, I come into the DTO office and I take mental snapshots with my photographic memory that I have. And I and I I check all the boxes on what not to do during the draft. So, you know, I, I I'm you you keep inviting me over to come to the DTO office and then you want to soak up my knowledge. And, um, you know, look, it's like, uh, you know, I, I can't be giving away all the trade secrets. I give a lot, I give away a lot of info here on the podcast, a <laughs> lot of inside info on guys that we love. And, uh, you know, I can't give you all of my knowledge. I could sit here. We could do uh, another three hours on this of guys that I like deep sleepers, you know, linebackers, safeties, guys to get, uh, guys to trade back for. I mean, we could go day all day on that stuff. <laughs> But uh, but I will, you know, l- listen, uh, listen, you, you, you warmed my heart. First of all, I, you can't tell me that you want me to give you some knowledge and then slap me in the face with a <laughs> Matt Stafford Rams jersey when I walk in the door. Because first of all, I'll lose my lunch all over that shiny blue and gold. And then uh, and then second of all, you know, I'm going to be rocking for my boy Joey championship. So come on, don't be don't be dogging the Bengals in this game. Um, but yeah, I'll bring, I'll have a couple notes for you. Maybe I'll pin up some names, you know, maybe when you're, you know, when you're in there slamming a beer and not paying attention, I'll move around a couple names <laughs> and see if you actually notice that, uh, you know, your top tight end has dis- disappeared from the board, but, yeah. uh, we'll see. We'll see. I, I want you to hashtag choppy likey some players so I can make sure to stay far away from them during the process. So we'll, we'll get into all that hopefully on Super Bowl Sunday if everything comes together. You're a busy man. I got a lot going on. But it is the Super Bowl. It's a time to hang out with bros, eat food, talk ball, and laugh and have fun. We hope to do that. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I had a lot of fun. Choppy brought the heat, which he always does. 
Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, I gotta say it again. We've got the Super Bowl this Sunday. We've got the NFL Combine right before the, behind that. We've got free agency in early March. We've got the NFL draft at the end of April where the Lions will be making multiple first-round selections and multiple other great picks by Brad Holmes. Choppy's going to work on that nickname because it doesn't flow very well, kind of like Joey Championship. That didn't work either. But I'm the nickname guy. I'm the gimmick guy, so I'll help him out. Don't you guys worry. Chops, you brought it. I hashtag Choppy Likey this show, man. Good stuff. Yeah, Okri, it is such a great, exciting time of the NFL year. I know it's funny because the, the year is ending, uh, you know, with the games. But, man, it's such an exciting time of the year. So, you know, all those things, choppy, likey. Let's get it. Everybody, drink that Detroit Kool-Aid. Drink it in, uh... Side of cornbread. Cornbread! And we'll catch you next week right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Take care, everybody. We're out. Drink it in, man.